Hi, my name is Aaron Friedman and this is Politodoxy. Today's topic, modern art. Today's culture wants you to believe that modern art is just as good as regular art. But of course, all of modern art is trash. Now I have no problems with hanging up some $2 art piece or $5, I don't care for that. My problem is when the prices go to the thousands and we are expected to say, oh yes, this is so beautiful and amazing, I can see this line right here represents whatever and that represents this and this represents that. I mean, what? Absolutely not. None of it represents anything. My first argument to be made that to show that modern art is an absolute scam and this is an objective argument to be made is that the same people who keep on promoting modern art as this amazing new feature on art, those same liberal leftists, they also believe in climate change. But for some reason, when they go protesting about oil and so on, they always glue themselves and pour tomato juice or tomato soup or whatever on actual pieces of art. It's never modern art. Well, isn't that interesting? I thought that modern art is just as good as regular art. But for some reason, these people never do that. They always go to the regular art, which goes to show that they themselves don't believe what they're saying. And that is the point. The point is destroying everything which is beautiful. It is the ruthless criticism of everything that exists and replacing it with ugliness. Again, if you want to have a nice art piece that's like $5 and it's just a bunch of splashes of paint throughout the canvas and it doesn't represent anything you just don't want to have an empty wall you just want to put up something i would recommend rather put up a family photo or something like that but if you don't want to put up a family photo you don't want to put up a photo whatever you could put up a five dollar ten dollar even a one hundred dollar a big canvas of um, um un, uh, of unusual um splashes of paint maybe it's nice to look at maybe um i wouldn't be against that i'd have no problem with that because it's it doesn't tear down anything. It's just there because it's still paint, you know. It's maybe nice to look at. And, you know, there's nothing bad against it. I don't see the evil in that. But when you go and say, oh, that's actually worth thousands of dollars. And it's just as beautiful as a real art piece that actually is a photo of something. That is the moment everything turns evil. Why is it evil? Because it denies reality. Don't you stare into my eyes and tell me that a blank canvas canvas, or just a, a, a canvas completely black or completely blue or blue with a line in the middle or I've seen these, um, these paintings, these random shapes, they represent anything. They don't. They absolutely do not represent anything. I can do that same thing. I could just go to the fridge and start explaining the beauty of the fridge, which is cold and the cold represents the bitterness of the human heart and it has a motor which runs like your heart beats and you are afraid of something so you're running away and you have bitterness, the coldness within you. I mean, what the hell are you even talking about? Literally anybody could do that. You just stare at a blank or whatever weird shapes and you're like, this shape represents this. I'm like, why? How, how, where? No, it's, it doesn't represent anything. Well, it, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yes, but that only applies to something which is beautiful. Or at least something that which is something, anything. But not that, whatever that is, that is not a thing. That's just random pieces of paint spread throughout. I think it's about time these modern artists, they get a taste of their own medicine. And we've seen what happened when they put up the new MLK statue. No heads and just, it looks like, I don't even want to describe it. Whoever wants to go and look it up can look it up. MLK is anyway overrated. I think that Malcolm X doesn't get enough credit. 
also Thurgood Marshall, who's the first black Supreme Court justice. While Martin Luther King Jr. was marching in the streets, getting people riled up, Thurgood Marshall was actually winning court cases that advanced the civil rights movement way faster than you would have imagined without it. But yeah, whatever you want to put up a statue for Martin Luther King Jr., I'm not really against that. Although, that new statue with uh, that looks like something that I do not want to describe gave a taste to the people who normally say that modern art is nice, it's cool to look at. It gave them a taste of what it actually is. If modern art is amazing, please explain to me why that is wrong. Why is it wrong to have that statue put up in the middle of the street? Please explain. It is just as modern art as any other modern art there is out there. It is more modern art than anything. But for some reason, we are to expect that is bad, but not the paintings. Why, why is that? Why isn't it just a blue canvas? Why is that not bad, but this is? Let's take it even further to disprove modern art. I do not remember which professor, but there was this art professor that showed his students a huge photo of a slideshow of some kind of what looked like to be a painting of all kinds of splotches of paint. And he asked the students who were very into modern art to explain to him what if this is a nice photo of of art and they of course they said yes it's beautiful it's amazing it's this it's very hard to describe but it's amazing then he asked them okay so explain to me what does this color here represent explain to me where exactly do you see the picture coming together so to speak and they explained to him that here the red right here the red this represents this and we can see how it correlates with the green over there and it turns into very a nice into a nice um, coherence with with a blue up there and, and they explained everything every student gave their own idea of why it's amazing then the professor zoomed out of the photo and showed him it was actually his apron on which he paints and those random splotches of paint represents absolutely nothing there was just random splotches of paint literally nobody painted it it's just that it's leftovers from what he from whatever he painted on the canvas so those students explained to him why it's so meaningful, this painting, so-called, and it's actually not even a painting. It's not It's not even somebody putting in his heart and mind into something. It's just ra literally random splotches of paint, like literally every other modern art. But this, but this one, the difference is this one wasn't even painted. It was just dripped on every time he painted with it, uh, on the actual canvas. Now to the next story. There was a group of boys that decided that they were going to start some kind of weird prank and I absolutely love this story. They went into a modern art museum, put up a pineapple on one of the displays that was currently empty and just left it there as a prank. And people surrounded it and they took pictures like, wow, this amazing pineapple, a regular pineapple that you could, you could just buy at the store. And they thought, wow, it's amazing. The pineapple is absolutely amazing. And they just took pictures and amazing, yeah, fine. The next day, the boys came back to take back the pineapple. And guess what they saw? The pineapple was now encased in a glass case. The museum put up a case to make sure nobody touches the new art exhibit. It's a pineapple that they put up. And the museum said, you know what? This is amazing. Yes, people love it. I don't know why. Just please explain this to me. Why is the pineapple, the same pineapple, if it's so amazing and so irregular and something that's so brand new and you could see the beauty within it, why isn't it int why wasn't it interesting when it was in the store but now that it's in a museum now it's interesting modern artists please explain it to me now next story basically the sa same idea some guys wanted to prank everybody in the museum 
in a our modern art museum. So they put their glasses. One guy put their his glasses down, um, at the near the wall and just left it there. And people came and started taking pictures, and they were amazed by just a regular pair of glasses on the floor, and they were absolutely amazed. Wow, this is so beautiful. It's glasses, just random glasses. Yes, but now it's here in a museum. It's on the floor, so now it's amazing. Ask any of them. Do you think it's worth um ten million dollars? Yeah, of course, of course it's worth $10 million. How about this? Talking about modern art, how about if I create something called modern music? It's basically just random sounds of sounds of whatever, of music, but it's not even music. It's just random sounds scattered throughout the soundtrack, and you listen to it, and you tell me that it's beautiful, and it's going to hurt your ears, ears, it's going to make you deaf, but you tell me it's beautiful. This is basically modern art. Now it's going to be in sound mode. Why... Please explain to me why that would be nobody, at least the vast majority of people who think modern art is beautiful, why they would hate listening to something so grotesque. But this, is, when it comes to modern art, yes, it's worth $10 million. Yes, that painting that literally anybody could do, anybody could copy that, anybody, literally, that is amazing. That is worth $10 million. That is worth $100 million. And of course, we know the story of the banana on the wall with the duct tape. Everybody went crazy for that. As I recall, it was $120,000. A banana, a regular banana with duct tape. I tell you that banana for just $100,000. Just give me the money. What is this? What? This is the deter deterioration of society. All beauty standards have been devolved and denigrated to this weird obsession with ugliness. At the very least, the early works of modern art was actually something... You could see actually a actual form taking place. Yes, it was um, a little bit mixed in. The colors were mixed throughout. And um, it probably wasn't the nicest thing you would see out there. But there was actual um, forms of beings or items or whatever. There was actual forms of things happening there. You could see things. And you could distinguish between one thing and the other. What you have nowadays, what it has devolved to. And that's actually a very good way to describe it. Devolved as in devil. This ugliness where ju just disgusting, grotesque paintings should be just as valuable as an actual, real work of art that depicts something happening or tells a story. Now, there's a counter-argument explaining that, oh, it's their truth. Whoever is looking at it, it's their truth. It's what they see. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's how they understand it. I'm like, okay, le let me explain to you what this all, all of this modern art represents. As already we discussed, that... It's basically saying that there is no the truth. Everything is the same amount of beautiful. It's basically communism for art. Everything is the same. You could work on something very hard, create something beautiful, and I could just sit down and just make one line on a, on a blank canvas, and that'll be both worth the same amount of money. Because there is no foundation, and there is no the truth. Okay, so if... And it, goes, it kind of boils into postmodernism also. And there is some of that. But if that is how it works, and there is no the truth, there is no literal foundation on which society is built, on which beauty is built. And they try to prove this by also doing the same thing with buildings. They build all kinds of weird buildings with weird shapes. They built a literal building that was... Uh, the, the door was completely crooked, um, weirdly shaped. The windows were completely on different areas, and it didn't make any sense... The building w did not look like a building. 
It did not look like something that you would want to walk into. Now, it was sturdy, of course, it, um, for safety hazards, whatever. No safety hazards, but it didn't look like an actual normal building. Its ugliness was absolutely absolute, and they wanted to prove a point that, you see, we could build this disgusting whatever, and they wouldn't call it that, they wouldn't call it disgusting, but whatever. We can build this, and this, this proves whatever they wanted to disprove about the truth. Okay, then you could also ask them the question, all right, now do that with the foundation. Try to build that same building that doesn't even look like a building. Try to build it, try to do it with the same with the foundation. Make the foundation crooked and so on. Do the same thing. What you know what will happen? The entire building falls down. The entire thing couldn't stand. Why? Because the entire thing needs the truth. The entire thing needs a foundation to stand on. Otherwise, the entire thing c comes crumbling down. Which goes to show that all your lies has to stand on something. All your lies need the truth to stand on. Without a foundation grounded in truth, all your lies fall apart the moment you try to build. What else they try to say is that there is there's all there is no the truth again going back to that same idea which is ludicrous there is no the truth there's all there everybody has their truth how they see it okay so then do that with the same idea with the cure for cancer let's say we have a doctor who's going to try to figure out the cure for cancer well he's going to do whatever he thinks is better well he doesn't want to mix this concoction with this one he doesn't want to use this medication to create um, whatever he wants to create he wants to do it how he feels, his truth. He's not going to go by the rule book. He's going to do it how he wants it. We don't want that. We need people who are grounded in reality, who know the consequences, and will actually create something that is worth it. This is basically what we're doing here. This is what we're doing with art. We're saying that do it however you want. Okay, then how about we do it with doctors as well? We say, well do it however you want, however you feel. How about You don't even need a degree anymore. You don't need a degree anymore. Why? Because do your truth. Also, talking about... Uh, your truth and so on and so forth. Well, the Soviet Union had their truth. It was called Pravda, the newspaper. And ironically, it is named uh, Pravda means the truth. And I think that will be okay, right? The, the Soviet Union, they had their own newspaper called the truth, right? So it's truth. It's true for them. And so on. Uh, same is for the Nazis and the fascist Italy. For them, the Jews were the enemy. Well, it's their truth. What are you going to do about it? Well, it, it, that's how they see society. And who are you to deny them their truth? It's their truth. You can't do anything about it. Too bad for you. You don't like it? Well, too bad. That's how they see it. And they are allowed to do how they want to deal with the problem, the problem that they created, however they want to deal with it. You can't do anything about it because it is their truth. I have another argument, actually, for those who keep on saying that it's all a social construct, so that's why it doesn't really matter. Nothing is real, and everything is interpretable however they want to interpret it, and it's valid no matter no matter how you interpret it, and so on and so forth. And there is no truth. There is no the truth, and everything is perspective. Okay, that's, that is your perspective. I don't accept it. So my perspective is just as valid as yours, so we'll get back to square one, that there actually is a reality. You say one thing, you say, well, everything is a perspective and it doesn't really matter. Okay, well, that, is, that in and of itself isn't a, a perspective, and it's wrong, and I disagree with that. So my perspective is just as valid as yours, you say. So that means that I'm actually, so that makes my absolutely valid, because your perspective could only validate mine, but mine doesn't validate yours. You validate that my perspective is, is as valid as yours, but mine doesn't back to you. So that means... My perspective is the correct, uh, so-called my perspective. It's actually reality. It's not my perspective. It's just um, I, uh, I accepted it as reality, which, by the way, is the correct view on the subject. So 
since mine does not validate yours, but your validates mine, mine has the more credibility in this scenario. And regardless, your opinion doesn't even really matter in this situation anyway. Just if we're going to go by your opinion, then this is going to be the end result anyway. But your opinion doesn't matter in this conversation because you're a complete moron. Now, there's also the moral relativists and... I just thought uh, you could just play around with them. You just ask them, okay, so why is racism bad? Why is it ba bad? If there's a society that racism is good. So your mor moral relativists have literally, and those same moral relativists are shouting from the rooftops. They're all liberals, basically. And they shout from the rooftops that racism, oh my God, there's uh, Nazism, racism, everything. Oh, so bad. America is the worst. So, first of all, leave America. That's number one. But they keep on shouting, you, you have no mouth to shout. You don't have any right to talk about this because if we're talking about, if there is no truth and, and, and morality is relative, then, okay, then if, if that's the re if that is the way we're going to go about this, then please, you have to shut up about this subject because racism isn't bad, according to you. It, according to you. So you can have fun with them on that front. Now, I also have a question for those people who say that Reality is not real. Nothing is real. Whatever, whatever. Okay, then would you stand? Would would you stand in front of a moving bus? No, you wouldn't. Why? Because you know there would be consequences. There would be reality-based consequences if you would do that. So let's see here. Scoreboard: reality one trillion, and you losers zero. Now let me paraphrase C.S. Lewis, who said that the atheist can't erase God simply by writing down the word darkness on where there is light. In other words, write darkness how much you want. Light still exists. It's still there. As a matter of fact, the only reason why we could see that you've written down the word darkness is because there is light. And here's the, here's the big kicker. The reason why they do this, why they create all this ugliness and say it's worth as much as actual beautiful works of art is precisely because it's ugly. They wouldn't do it as much with just random splotches of paint that maybe looks nice to the eye there are i'm not gonna deny that there are some of those that actually look nice they, they don't represent anything but they kind of look nice but the that's not what they promote although some of it but the vast majority that they promote is the ugliness this new statue of this demonic figure on the courthouse that we've all seen that that they promote it's demonic and it's ugly that is the main reason, specifically because it's ugly, because it's the deterioration of society. You should not know the difference between right and wrong, morality and immorality, good and evil, beauty and ugliness. And if, if you criticize it, you just don't understand it. Oh, you're not sophisticated enough to understand it. I've heard this so many times. You're not, you're not um, sophisticated enough. I'm sorry, excuse me? Maybe you're the ones who are not sophisticated enough to actually create something worthwhile looking at. You're the ones not getting modern art. I'm the ones explaining what is happening here. I know what is happening here. You're the ones who are living in denial. Almost all of modern art needs to be burnt to the ground. And I say almost, that is because, as I already said, that if it's just a $5 painting you hang up on the wall because you don't want an empty wall, I have nothing against that because that's not... That's realizing reality that this is only five dollar painting because it's you're paying for the paint for the canvas and basically for the time you're not actually paying for the picture the picture is just random and the picture doesn't exist it's just paint and colors and it rea realizes reality 
that this is only five dollars about the big um billion trillion whatever amount of money i don't know where the money is um where it is right now they want to sell you that all of that needs to be burnt down because it's evil it is the destruction of society now there is more to this subject but this is where we're gonna have to end this until the next episode please share this episode you can leave a comment here on spotify also please leave five stars you could also reach out to me on Truth Social at Aaron Friedman. And again, don't please don't forget to share and let's go, Brandon. <laughs>